All right, Sam, we've officially made it week 10. Today is Thursday, so that means we have a banger on our hands with the Falcons and the Panthers. Just kidding. That game's going to suck, Sam. Um, we'll get into our previews in a little bit. I don't have too much to say. Uh, a- any comments before we start? Uh, don't ever disrespect such a great uh, rematch of one of the best games of the year um, coming up tonight. I mean, you just everyone's going to be watching. Don't worry about it. Everyone, guys, don't worry. Chris is just joking. It's going to be the game of the year, part two. All right, let's roll the intro. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, Chris. Speaking of the game of the year, Falcons Panthers. Now, I did say Chris was joking, but no. I mean, if I'm if I'm being a hundred percent honest, first of all, it's Thursday night football. It's prime time in 2022. The game's hitting the under. That's just a given. Um, and yeah, Falcons Panthers. They had their game. PJ Walker had his best play of his, of his career, and. Um, you know, thank God I'll be on the plane during this because I think anyone watching this is going to fall asleep. I, I really, I do, I truly think this game's going to suck, and I'll give it to the Falcons to win. And I'm going to say there's only going to be two total touchdowns in this entire game. I'm going to go Falcons 16, Panthers 13. All right, yeah, Sam, this game isn't going to be as crazy as the first one, and it also has going against it the short week, Thursday, all that fun stuff. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be low scoring. It's not going to be too much fun. I'm going to go 20 to 16 Falcons. All right. And then we got our first ever game in Germany, Bucks Seahawks. Since the Bucks actually pulled out the win last week, I think this has more intrigue um, this time around. And you know, Chris, I have a feeling we're both going to do this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Bucks. And yeah, I'm right with you there. Yeah. I just think, I don't think the Seahawks are, you know, frauds or anything. I just, I think now Tom Brady, this, the, this Bucks team reminds me of the Chiefs last year and that, that final play, that touchdown to Kate Auden was very similar. I know no one but Chiefs fans will remember what I'm about to mention, but the Chiefs played the Packers last year in week nine. We won 13 to seven. And this was right at the end of our rut where our offense just looked terrible. But we had one final play. Um, to end the game, we were on offense. We were up by six. We needed one more first down. Mahomes rolled out and threw like a 20-yard strike. And the whole crowd went wild. The game ended. We won. And that was kind of like this, the, the start of the Chiefs beginning to be normal again. The next week, we went we kicked the Raiders' ass. The rest of the season, we were pretty good on offense. So I would say that K-Dotten touchdown kind of reminds me of that Chiefs play and that I think the Bucks are going to slowly but surely get back on track. I think they needed that play, even though it was an ugly win. They needed that to get their confidence up. And I think right here in Germany, um, you know, I think the Bucs are going to pull out a win. And I'm going to go ahead and say the final score will be 27 to 23 Bucks. All right, Sammy, I think it's a uh, bounce back spot for the Bucs. I won't. They did win last week, but the season as a whole been a huge disappointment. So I think this is a get well spot for them. Put up some points. They play the Seahawks. Seahawks are a great team this year, pulling all of our expectations away. And 
first game in Germany, so I think there's going to be some fireworks in this game. I'm going to say Tampa Bay will win. I'm going to say 33 to 28. Okay, well, high scoring game in Germany. High, right? high high scoring. I just have a weird feeling. This is the Bucks explosion spot of the season. They had that um, game winning drive last week, and they're going to follow it up with the strong performance here in Germany. Yeah, I'm a little bit sad. I'll be missing this one because it does have intrigue. I'll be I'll be too busy tailgating with random strangers from Missouri um, that I don't know. But you know, I'll definitely keep track on my phone. All right, Lions Bears. This game has absolutely no interest in my head. Chris, what do you, who do you have winning this game? I mean, I really don't care. Oh, this game is weird. I mean, if the Lions didn't win last week, I'm probably, I would have probably picked them, but I don't see the Lions winning two games in a row. They have a terrible defense. We saw last week Justin Fields just run all over the, um, over the Dolphins. Uh, I think this week, I don't think he's going to be as explosive as he was last week. But I do think that Justin Fields will do enough to get the win versus the worst defense in football. I think the Bears will get a win here, and I think they're going to win. I'm going to say 26 to 23. I don't even see us being close. I think if you have Justin Fields in play in fantasy, you got to start him. I'm actually considering starting him over Josh Allen if that injury is going to start bothering him. But I know it sounds nuts. But I really, truly do think the Bears' offense has turned a new leaf these last few weeks. And what better team to play? I know they just held the Packers to nine points, but Packers are a whole different story. I don't know what's going on with them. I think the Bears are going to put up 30-plus again at home. I totally agree with the same thing that you said. If the Lions did not win last week, then maybe it would be different. But, yeah, I just can't see the Lions winning two games in a row. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears. Um, 32-18 to and kind of a weird score. But, yeah, I think the Bears are going to pull it out. All right, I like that. All right, and then we head to Miami for Dolphins-Browns. Um, You know, look, I don't think the Browns are terrible, but right now, as long as two is healthy, as long as everyone's healthy, you saw what they can do on offense, the Dolphins, and I don't think it's stopping here. I don't think that the Browns' defense is good enough. Um, And, yeah, just chalk up another 100-yard game for Tyree Kill, possibly for Jalen Waddell. I don't really see who's going to cover those both. I mean, Denzel Ward's fine, but I don't know. Tyree Kill's the best wide receiver in the league. So, once again, just like the Bears, I think the Dolphins are putting up 30-plus. And I don't think it's going to be close. I'm going to go Dolphins 38, Browns 20. Yeah, Sam. Basically, everything you said I agree with. I think we're going to see another 100-yard performance from Tyree Kill. Would not be surprised if we see 100 yards from Hill and Waddle like we have in the past. I think Tua throws for near 300 yards. I just think that this game is one-sided, and I think Dolphins easily get a win here. I'm going to say 34-21. to 21. All right, Chris. And then Titans-Broncos. Who do we have winning this matchup? Oh, this is just disgusting, but you know what? I'm going to say Malik Willis and the Titans will get a win. And I'm going to say Malik is going to throw a touchdown to a wide receiver this week. Okay. What's the score? I, I, I have no faith in the Broncos. I think that they are absolutely awful until they fall. Oh, it's, it's like I said, uh, what was it, two weeks ago? I will never pick the Broncos to win until Hackett gets fired. And I am sticking to I'm sticking with that. I'm going to say Titans are going to win. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be 19 to 15. Oh my god, I was about it's gonna to say. be it's gonna be weird score, it's gonna be ugly, it's gonna be boring, but 
I have a weird feeling that the Titans are gonna squeak out a win here versus the Broncos. I was literally about to say nineteen sixteen. Um, it's coming down to the final second field goal. Except I know it sounds crazy. I'm a Chiefs fan, but I'm picking. I, I, and the, the Titans just gave us a really hard time. I'm for some reason gonna pick the Broncos here. I don't know what it is, but. The Broncos' defense is one of the only defenses in the league where I could confidently feel like they can stop Derrick Henry. And then once you do that, I mean, you only need 19 points against Malik Willis, and I think the Broncos are capable of doing that. The Titans. I don't defense. think they're capable of doing that. They've shown me nothing all year. Yeah, you know how, you know how funny it is. I think you'll be surprised this... how close they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have it. Is this the second time that we've had them on a Sunday main slate? We've always had them on prime time. Yeah, I got to look at the... I don't know. I Did they play in London this year, the Broncos? Yeah, the Broncos played in London, but besides that, they only had one other game, I think, that was able, able to see yeah. on the zone. It was, like, it was like against the Texans or something. <sighs> it was but... terrible watching this team and play the Jets. over and over. Like, I feel like on Sunday, we've literally never been able to see the Broncos play, and I don't know, it's just been weird because Good, it was just... in prime time. Just stuff them in, what is this, nine, eight, nine, one o'clock games? Just stuff them in there. Just show the touchdowns. It'll be fine. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to pick the Broncos. I, look, we'll just see what happens. We'll see what happens. 1916. At least we have a split game. There we go. All right. Vikings-Bills. I would originally just go Bills all the way. Um, but I'm kind of back and forth with the Josh Allen injury here. Um, look, it looks like he's going to play, but I don't know. I don't know if he's going to throw the same. I don't know if they're just going to run it a lot more. I, th- this this game is the biggest question mark for me. I really don't know what's going to happen. Now, it would be in the Vikings to just get their ass kicked here, no matter what, after being 7-1 and one, going into Buffalo. But by the way, Chris, this fan game is going to be insane. Vikings and Bills fans with each and, other. And also, if an uh, uh, interesting narrative as well, if uh, Josh Allen can't go, you know who's going to be quarterbacking the former Viking Case Keenum and uh, the former Viking Stephon Diggs. Revenge game. So you have that going forward. I don't know. It's a weird game because there's a huge question mark with Allen. If he he didn't practice yesterday, no surprise. But if he doesn't play, the Vikings are going to win. If he does play, uh, how, how healthy is Allen going to be? How many times are they going to have him sling it? Is there going to be more run heavy, or is he just going to power through it and be fine? Like, like you said, a lot of question marks, and I honestly don't really know where to go with this game because it's one of those things that I don't think we're going to get the news on Josh Allen until Saturday night, or he goes through pregame warmups on a Sunday. So it's going to be kind of late when we get this news to have more of an official answer, but it's one of those things that you just got to keep uh, – up to date on just because of all the question marks surrounding it. Yeah, I hope they don't wait till Sunday to announce anything. That's gonna it's gonna cut it too close for me. I have him in both leagues in fantasy. I mean, if he plays, I hope he just plays normally. But I don't know. I don't know. I, look, I'm sorry, Vikings fans. I think actually, regardless, I think you're gonna lose. I'm sorry, but I'll, I'll make it close. I'll say Bills twenty three to twenty in a game between two teams that have a combined 0-8 Super Bowl record. Sorry, I, I don't know why I had to throw that in there. That was mean, but I just thought it was an interesting stat. Your mom yeah. and your brother aren't going to be too happy with that uh, I know. That, that line right there. But yeah, I'm also going to be... What a weird time to be in my family. Vikings, Bills, Bengals, Chiefs. We all have the, poss- we all have the possibility to like make the championship. Well, no, okay, not because the, there's three AFC teams, but like... 
the Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs are the last three remaining AFC teams. In the, la- in the last five years, at least one of our teams has been in the championship game. That's crazy. It, 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 it's wild. But uh, I'm yeah. also going to go with the Bills here. Uh, I do think that Allen will power through it. This is um, – the Vikings haven't seen a whole lot of top teams. This is their toughest opponent. And also that uh, little narrative I have going on with the whole Case Keenum and uh, Diggs revenge game could be could be real. Um I would feel less confident if Allen is out and I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings win. I'm going to say it's going to be 25-22 Bills. I could see a weird score. I mean, this is it for the Vikings. Like, if they lose, they're going to be the team where it's like they, they're they great, but they lost to the Bills and the Eagles. And you're just going to list off all the – they play the Cowboys soon. They're going to lose to the Cowboys. And then you're going to get to the playoffs, and they're like, wow, they're 12-5, and five, but who are their five losses? Oh, wait, everyone that they have to play in the playoffs, and then they're going to end up losing. So yeah. um, we'll see what happens. All right. Let's head to MetLife. Giants, Texans. Now, as much as that would be hilarious for the Texans to pull out a win, no. Giants fans, you're not as bad as I thought. You're a solid team. You're most likely going to make the playoffs, and I have you winning this game. So don't worry. I think it's going to be kind of ugly, but the Giants usually pull it out when they need to this year at least. So I'll go 20 to 12 Giants. Yeah, Sam, I'm feeling a weird score here. I'm just going to go 17-6 Giants. The Texans are going to score two field goals, not even a touchdown. So I think the damage is going to come from Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. And I think it's going to be Daniel Jones running it. I don't think that he's going to do much through the air like we've seen him do all year, really nothing through the air. Texans' worst run defense, Saquon Barkley, he's back. Uh, Daniel Jones likes to tuck it and run. We've seen him have a 100-yard rushing game, so he definitely has that upside as well. Texans team can't stop the run. They can have an answer for maybe stopping Daniel Jones, but not Saquon and vice versa. We'll see. You have two guys there that have the capability to break out a big run, and Texans suck first to run. Okay. Um, wait, let's skip to the Raiders game really quick because I just saw this. Um, yeah, Waller, TIR. Yeah. And Hunter Renfro is now on injured reserve. That was just announced. So, although we were just racking on, <clears throat> ragging on Hunter Renfro for doing absolutely nothing this season, regardless, I mean, their 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 bad luck just continues for the Raiders. So, um, there's some breaking news there. I guess we could just jump to the Colts Raiders game, which I was yeah. gonna pick the Raiders to beat the brakes off the Colts. Now, I think I'm still gonna pick the Raiders just because the Colts are just terrible. They can't do anything on offense. Um, but I'll make it close. I'll go Raiders 27, Colts. <laughs> this is close for the Colts. I think the Colts are really bad. I'll go 27-17 Raiders, though. Yeah, Sam, this is weird because I know the whole new head coach narrative and all of that stuff I like to go with. But I, I'm going to have to go against my word here because Jeff Saturday, I think he could co- – I saw some weird stat. He coached a high school team, and he only – and I think he went 3-17 and 17 in that span, something yeah. like that. So it's not even like he was a – a coordinator for a while or he has some type of coaching experience when he has some success in some other organization he's in his press conference he even said he could suck at it or he could really enjoy it and this Colts team this is weird man they're, they're in full-on tank mode uh they have a head coach that doesn't know what the hell he's doing right now and I'm gonna say the Raiders are gonna win this game uh, I think Josh Jacobs is going to get a lot of – he's been getting a lot of work all year. I think it's going to be another great Josh Jacobs game. I think him and Adams are both going to get in the box here. I'm going to say Raiders are going to win. I'm going to say 23 to uh, 23 to 8. 
<laughs> eight po- Wow, the Colts are going to hit a whole new low if they score eight against the Raiders defense. I mean, I could see it happening. The Colts are just so And bad. you know what? I could see the eight being two field goals and a safety. <laughs> that's how, that, that's how I see the eight oh, coming. Oh, you know, I hope that happens. I really do. Okay. The big game. The big game might not be to some, but um, Chiefs-Jaguars. It's a huge game for me because, you know, if you've been listening since the beginning, you know, I'm a huge Chiefs fan. And uh, I've been to Kansas City one time back in 2019, but it was in the spring. It was not during football season. I actually went there to visit a college. Um, and I did have a tour of Arrowhead Stadium, so I do know what it looks like. I, I have been on the field. I've seen the ins and outs of it, but never been to a game. I'm 21 years old, finally doing it. I have a flight tonight. I'm heading to Kansas City. So not only – am I going to have a lot to talk about, but I'm going to have to, you know, talk about my entire experience at Arrowhead stadium next week. It's going to be pretty hype. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, obviously with a game prediction, I think regardless, I was going to go with the chiefs beating the brakes off the Jaguars. So I'll go a little extra spicy here today. I'm, I want to experience the chiefs just fucking rolling in our head at noon in the sun in those reds, I'm just so hyped. So let's go Chiefs 41, Jaguars 17. And uh, hopefully I can see Mahomes throw at least three touchdowns. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, I mean, this game isn't going to be close, not going to be competitive at all. Um, interesting spots, I feel, for, uh, well, ETN's going to have a huge role, as, as he has all year. And look out for Zay Jones. You know, he's a guy who I think he's going under the radar a little bit here. He's solid. He could uh, bust out a, a nice touchdown here. I mean, this Jags team, as we know, their weapons aren't anything crazy, but they're all right. No, I think they have fine weapons, nothing crazy besides ETN. I, I just see the Chiefs absolutely steamrolling over this Jaguar team. I'm going to go 45-22. It's not going to be competitive. It's going to be some garbage time touchdowns. That's really what happens because the Chiefs playing another inferior opponent. Yeah, and as much as I'm happy to see the Chiefs, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited to see the Jags. You know, see Trevor Lawrence in person, uh, Travis Etienne. You know, he's on my fantasy team, so you know, it's all it's all good from around. I just I really hope, you know, I fly all the way to Missouri. I can I can see the Chiefs. I saw the Chiefs win last year, but it was at FedEx Field. I mean, what more depressing can you get than being at FedEx Field? Um, but this time it'll actually be our Arrowhead. So man, I mean, guys, the next time we talk. I will have been to that game, so just keep my eye out. Maybe I'll make it on the screen somehow. But damn, it's gonna be insane. Literally, like I it's gonna be a whole different atmosphere from the games I've been to in my life, like MetLife and Dolphin Stadium and all that stuff. So it's gonna be crazy. All right, let's move on, Chris, to your team. Finally back from the bye. Saints Steelers. Um, this is gonna be an ugly game. I mean, the Steelers the Saints have their own issues, but the Steelers, their season's over. They're two and six. Their offense sucks, um, and the Saints' defense is decent enough where they they will stop they will stop Kenny Pickett pretty easily, in my opinion. So I'll go with the Steelers, or I'll go with the Saints. Although the Steelers always make it close, uh, no, I'll, I'll pick the Saints to to win pretty good here. I'll go twenty six to sixteen. New Orleans. Yeah. Um... Surprise here for me. I'm going to pick the Steelers here. I know. Shocker. It's going to be a uh, real sweat this game. You have two terrible offenses uh, squaring off against each other. The Andy Dalton-led Saints, who are pathetic. You have the uh, Steelers-led offense by 
Kenny by the rookie Kenny Pickett. I mean, at least the Saints have playmakers. Ah, uh, I don't even know. I'm not looking forward to this game. It's gonna be terrible. I do think the Steelers will squeak out a win. This is a game when, you know, early on I was going through the records, predicting the games and everything. And this game was one that I had circled as the Steelers just winning in a weird way. Um, coming off the bye, TJ Watt's gonna probably play in a uh not his full snap count, but a partial snap count, which I think will you'll see a huge difference there with the whole team with him being back. But I'm gonna go Steelers are gonna win. I'm gonna say it's gonna be 21-19. Close game, ugly game, turn it, I think it's gonna come down to who wins the turnover battle. What offense makes less mistakes? Yeah, I mean the Saints are the Saints are three and six. They have the same amount of losses. Anything can happen in Pittsburgh. So I wouldn't be shocked if the Steelers won. But look, another split game. That's always good. All right. We had three four o'clock games. We did do the Raiders game. That's one of them. So now we got the next two. We got Rams, Cardinals. This one is actually pretty interesting. Um, but usually this is what the Rams have been doing this year. They've been beating pretty bad teams and they've been bouncing back after losses. Um, and I think they already beat the Cardinals. Am I wrong? I feel like they beat them earlier in the year. I, I believe they did. Um, and I think they're going to sweep them. Sean McVay usually has the Cardinals number and what are the Cardinals right now? Three and six. Yeah. I mean, their, their season's pretty much over. Um, especially if they lose this game. So I will go with the Rams at home, bouncing back after a tough loss against the Bucks. I think it's going to be ugly, but I'll go, I'll go 22 to 17 Rams. Yeah, I think the Rams are going to win here. Bounce back versus that awful loss for the Bucks. They're playing a they're playing the Cardinals. Who Kyler Murray? He's not very good. It's going to be Owen through with the new Call of Duty. Get ready to see those memes all over the internet again. Cooper Cup, lock him in. For, well, Cardinals are actually pretty good versus uh, number one wide receivers, which is uh, their only thing that they're good at this year because they're not too good at winning games because they haven't done much of that. Sucks to suck. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go with the Rams winning here. I think the Rams are gonna win. I'm gonna say 24 to 23. It's gonna be close divisional matchup. It's gonna be fun. Rams bounce back spot, but barely. I think they're gonna win on a uh, last minute field goal just to win as time expires on the clock. All right. Not not too much to say. Really, not too interested in this game to be honest with you. All right, Chris. Let's head to Lambo. For Packers, Cowboys. Now, this one's interesting. You might think, oh, Cowboys have this in the bag. Nope. Packers offense is terrible. Cowboys defense is great. But there's something about Aaron Rodgers when he suits up against those Cowboys. And they're winning, in, dude. I know. Going in the Lambo, they're three and six. They're desperate. But this is their last chance. Aaron Rodgers is pissed off. It's going to be an ugly game. I'm having to go in an overtime as well. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to lead him to a victory here with a touchdown in overtime. And I will go with 22 to 16 Packers. I'm saying this game is going to shock a lot of people. I think the Packers are going to have their way with the, the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys think that and I think them and their fans think that they're going to come in here and just uh, steamroll them, you know. Mike McCarthy uh, goes up against his former team. The emotions are going to be running with that whole situation. Excuse me, that situation. 
And I think the Packers are going to be on their A game. Losers of, what has it been, five straight? Um. Yeah, because they were three and one. Yeah, five straight. So losers of five straight, which is just wild to think about. And I think the Packers, they're pissed. Rodgers is pissed. They're gonna win. They're gonna win this one, twenty-eight to fourteen. Okay, two score game. This that that should be a lot of fun. I really think that's gonna be one of the games of the week. Um, you have a two, two score. We'll see what happens. All right, Sunday night football. Actually, a solid matchup for once. Um, although Chiefs Titans was pretty good last week, but we got 49ers Chargers, Chris. Um, a pretty solid defense with Christian McCaffrey now on the offense against an injured Chargers team, but they've been still squeaking out wins. So what do you have here? This is this game is one that I want to pick the Chargers, but they're just too injured for me to uh feel confident going with them. They barely got by the Falcons last week. It's gonna be the same situation this week. Uh, I don't know if Keenan Allen's gonna be back. So I'm going to go with the 49ers to win here. They have McCaffrey. They um, Another week of McCaffrey studying the offense. We saw him, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, absolutely going nuclear. He's going to go nuclear again this game. I have them winning. Uh, I'm going to say 27 to 24. Okay, yeah, I also think that the 49ers are going to win because – Look, if the Chargers are playing a team like the Falcons again with not a great defense and an offense on the other side that can't really keep up with them, I think that they would be able to pull out with their injuries. But look, the 49ers, you could look at this just on paper and you're saying, yeah, the 49ers are only four and four. Chargers have a better record. But you watch every single game and the 49ers are just one of the best teams in the NFC. I really do think so. I think they have a good shot at the Super Bowl along with the Eagles. And I think this is where they really start rattling off a lot of wins, especially with McCaffrey now playing really well so far in his uh, first two games. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the 49ers here. I'm going to agree with you. And I actually don't think it's going to be a one-score game. I think the Niners are going to take this pretty good. And I'll go 31-20 to for the Niners. All right. And then finally – yeah, and then um, it's going to be a good game, though. All right, finally, Eagles-Commanders. I don't think this is going to be a good game. Although, I do – this is similar to the Texans game, where I feel like it's going to be close until the end, um, until, like, the fourth quarter, and then the Eagles might just pull away. Um, I'll have the Eagles winning 27-17, to 17, but I don't know. Watch out for the Commanders. You never know – you never know what could happen. I mean, Alex Smith and the Washington football team took away the Steelers' first win two years ago. There's something weird about the Commanders that I could just picture them in Philly randomly with Taylor Heineke coming out with a victory, but I'll go with my head instead of my heart right now. I'll still pick the Eagles because they're 8-0, and they should win this game, obviously, but I don't know. There's something about the Commanders where I wouldn't be absolutely shocked if something something crazy happens. I don't know. Taylor Heineke behind the center, anything can happen. It's it's funny you said that because this entire season, I – well – I had the Eagle. I had the uh, four, not the. Oh my gosh, can I think of my teams? I had the the Commanders beating the uh, the Eagles. I predicted that the first matchup around, but and then I said to myself, you know what? Eagles will probably go undefeated until the second matchup, and then with Wentz there, he'll hand them their first loss. But you know what? That's not the case, and that completely took away uh, that whole pick for me with the fact that he's injured now. And I do think that the Eagles' loss is coming. Uh, in the near future, they're going to lose to a team nobody's going to expect them to lose to, catch them completely off guard. It's not going to be the Commanders, though. 
Uh, the Eagles are going to have their way this game once again, playing an inferior opponent. I know, I know, divisional opponent, so they're forced to play them twice. I get all that. The uh, the cupcake schedule for them continues, and they're going to get a nice, they're going to get a nice victory here. Uh, I'm going to go 31 to 21, Philly. 31 to 21. All right, I think feel like we fixed some more high scoring games this week. You know, the last two weeks have been a lot better in terms of scoring and, and good games. So let's let's hope that, you know, third week in a row, we keep it on a roll here. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm especially excited because I'm going to Kansas City. But I think overall, just in general, it'll be another solid week, Chris. Um, I think there's less teams on buy, so that helps as well. I think there's only maybe two or four teams. I can't list them off, but I think there's four. The um, bye weeks are winding down, Sam, which is a uh, yeah. always a good thing. Yeah. But at the so, same time, it means that the season is closer to being over. I know we're officially past the midway point starting with this week. You know what? You could look at it sad, but it's also uh, the time, the best time in football, which is November and December when teams, you know, really start to mold their season and you're trying to make the playoffs and lots of surprises happen. So look, we're in week double digits. Great things are going to happen. I'm excited for this weekend. Go chiefs. And um, yeah, Chris, I don't really have anything else to say, but enjoy your weekend and we'll see you guys next week. For the week 10 recap, Sam, I'm ending this podcast off on a sad note. I can't give the people what they want with the test grade because I've yet to receive it. I'll, I'll, I'll come back with that. Um, today on my geography test, I got a nine out of 10, which is a 90. So I'll take it. There we go. Okay. We're getting A's okay. on this and, and you might not have your voice after this uh Chiefs game. So it's gonna be crazy, Chris. It's, it's gonna be. A high, any of the four days I'm there, it's going to be a high of 43 degrees. I didn't realize it was going to be that cold. Oh, I'm going to freeze. Today it's 78 in Kansas City, I checked. And tomorrow it's going to be 40. So I literally just missed the cut. Um, who cares? That's a good football atmosphere, though. I'm, I'm going to be wearing a ton of layers anyway, so it's going to be hype regardless. And I can't wait to fucking do the arrow thing with the crowd and the chant. Just to see Mahomes come out in, a, in the red jerseys. I've only, I've only seen the Chiefs with their white and reds. It's going to be hype with the reds. and Just to see what the pregame like hype is and the tailgating. It's, uh, it's going to be wild. I don't know what, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm going to have a fucking happy breakdown. I don't know what that means, but like I'm just I'm going to be so overwhelmed. It's just like like holy shit! I can't believe I'm here right now. But yeah. Um, other than that, if anyone else is going to any games or just sitting on their couch. It's also still going to be a great week regardless. Um, And uh, have good luck in your fantasy lineups. And we'll see you guys next week. Go Chiefs.